<laughs> we should wait. We should we should do the wait. We should do the whole episode properly. We forgot our names last week, so let's do it. Let's not fuck it up, and let's play the intro. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear? So let's just go right off the bat and say that. Over the last 40 hours, I've had a total of eight hours of sleep. So I am fucking ready to go, bitches. I'm also, I'm good. I've been running lots. You've been running? I've been running 5K a day. 5K every day. That's, always, that's impressive. Thank you. I'm I've still been... fat. I put on three pounds. I, I, I started <laughs> okay. last Tuesday. <laughs> I've been going to the gym. Look so, at us. Look at us. We're getting healthy and fit and happy. Being grown-ups. Having sex. <laughs> not, not with each other no, well not yet but you keep uh, trying to get into my bed it's really annoying I will continue I know you will and I'll never let you in I, no, normally I end up sleeping in Philip's bed and he doesn't get a night's sleep because I snore a lot so it's all good the nights we go out drinking are always a fucking shit show <laughs> I thought you said they're always about fucking it's like dude what are you talking about I mean it was fun what to nights be, have you been on it was fun to well I guess it wasn't fun I don't know if it was to be at your like birthday thing and be the only sober one that was is that an experience oh, and I, oh, I need to be the drunk person i can't be the designated <laughs> driver it's not me so and speaking of driving fast furious hobbs and jaw <laughs> uh welcome to the meandering movie podcast i don't know i don't know how much i don't know how long the intro was i feel like we've talked for a i think it's just going to be the swedish like meatball comment and nothing else and i don't know where we're at um yeah we're talking about Hobbs and Shaw this week uh the movie that could be described and as being too fast and three furious and who is talking about fast and furious Hobbs and Shaw I'm Gary Copeland and I'm a burned out Gavin Stewart I, I thought bur- you were gonna have something better you can do a, you- these nicknames are really like falling apart in we quality do you know what the they problem have is fallen is you, apart we, Sometimes we do it, and sometimes we don't. So I'm like, do I bother preparing one today Always or not? prepare one. If you, I'm, hey. I'm the naughty donut hole, Gavin, because cars can do donuts. And that's a sex thing. It is. Good on you. Thank you. Um, yeah, we're going to talk about Hobbs and Shaw, which Fast is... Furious Hobbs and Shaw, we must use its full title. Is as, it called Fast and Furious yep, Hobbs and Shaw? It is. The film... I think it's Fast and Furious Presents Hobbs and Shaw. No, it's not. Or is it Fast and Furious colon Hobbs and Shaw? I honestly cannot remember. Because whatever what it is, I'm going to say the full title for the entirety of this episode. We'll get it up. We'll get it up. Hobbs. Well, we will get it up. I've been calling it Calvin Hobbs. Hobbs and Percent. Sure. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. We make ourselves giggle. Fast and Furious presents colon Hobbs and Shaw. Yay! He's got do a colon. Do you know what genre uh, this film is as well? Action adventure? Mystery action. What? There's no mystery to it. Literally, the first scene explains what the film is Why about. Why was this made? That's the mystery. <laughs> um, because so yeah. there is a god. <laughs> As I think, I don't know if it gets if it gets kept in great. If not, we'll recap. Ninth movie in the Fast and Furious film franchise, and in my opinion, the best of the nine movies is presumably going into its own spin-off universe. Yes, I mean, I think that's the setup, right? I think it's had the highest-grossing opening of any Fast and Furious film yet. <laughs> Dwayne the Rock Johnson has. Star power, and I mean that film has star power. I yeah. mean Jason Statham, meh. Ryan Reynolds. No, Jason Statham's fucking solid. His, 
Is Jason Statham fucking solid? He's good. Jason Statham's like a he, wet shite. He next talks to the out rock. the side of his mouth, but his fight scenes are fucking solid. Jason Statham is like Vinnie Jones when Vinnie Jones thought he was tough. He's like the Ross Kemp. Yeah, okay, yeah. Of the acting world. But him and Dwayne Rock Johnson together are a wonderful match. They're yeah, good fun. They are they have good chemistry. And I think that's I think as far as I'm concerned, fundamentally, I had a lot of fun watching that yes. film. I, I laughed a lot. I got in trouble for laughing too much at points where I shouldn't have been laughing Did because you? because that film is nonsense and I couldn't stop laughing oh, in okay. places. Uh, but I mean, like, are you talking about like, a, a person around you was like telling you to shush? I got, or a, I got a shush. I got oh, a, oh, a shush. Oh, man. So, oh, you got right, a shush. So, I, you know what? Are we just going to spoil a warning this one up? It's a full episode based on this. We're going to have to. Sure, yeah. Aha! Right. So, spoilers for the movie. Um,. The centipede, centipede helicopter car scene. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was gone. I was so far gone. And I, it's meant to be serious and it's meant to be not serious, but like it's a big like climactic kind of action. I'm talking to the, <laughs> I was talking, talking to, talking to, to your beer bottle, bottle, you fucking, fucking idiot. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's meant to be the big climatic action sequence and it's, it's not played for laughs, not really. But I was so far gone at that. I mean, because this is the thing that was, that was where it all came to a head. The film is consistently batshit. Yes. Every and I, that's moment. probably the best review for it. Consistently batshit. The film is like obsessed with one-upping itself with stupidity. <laughs> it's just like, hey, look how stupid this is. Okay, now, now look how stupid okay. this is because this is more stupid. Keep watching. And wait, wait. And now it's got stupider again. It's just like, uh, okay. The, the other bit, the other bit that really, so these are the two bits that I laughed but I really shouldn't have done and I got shushed. So there was that bit, the centipede car thing, and that was yeah. near the end. And, and that one was a real, I was completely gone and I couldn't hold it together because it was just the head of nonsense, right? The one earlier in the film that really caught me off guard and I, I laughed a horrendous, <laughs> horrendously loud, high-pitched, shrill laugh of 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 just sheer joy and incredul- incred- incredulous. incredulousness. Uh, when they're, those bad guys are rappelling out the beginning, near the beginning of the film, Oh yeah, they're running down the building, and then Jason Statham gets the elevator, and the Rock jumps on one of them. You've everyone's seen it in the trailer. Everyone's seen times. it in the trailer. But what they haven't shown in the trailer, the bit that really, really made me laugh, is when the Rock jumps from bad guy number one to bad guy number two. Yeah, and then bad guy number three lands, and he's just standing, I think, on the ground at this point. And the Rock on bad guy number two is pretty fucking high off the ground. Yeah. And just fucking, just fucking launches himself d- down like at the fucking third bad guy. He increases his speed unnecessarily <laughs> towards the ground, and it just looks so fucking stupid. And then it it caps off with him just just planting himself into a car. <laughs> And just getting up as if nothing had happened. Oh, man. It goes full on, like, let's fight. And I'm just like, this is so dumb and I don't care. It's like, so dumb. So, like, all right, so let's do it properly. Let's do, the, let's do our job. The job of the Meandering Movie Podcast. Let's do it real, for real, for good. Let's start at the beginning. I'll work our way through a movie. Should we give a wee quick plot synopsis? If you can, because... Go for it, yeah. Uh, Why not? Okay, there is... The Snowflake Virus. Yes, which... An MI6 agent, I can't remember the actress's name if Audio Boy wants to Becky try. Becky something. Was that Elizabeth Kirby. Elizabeth Kirby. She's an MI6 agent and she's trying to get a hold of this snowflake virus that can wipe out tons. I don't know, it's a MacGuffin. And then she injects <laughs> it into herself. 
because Idris Elba's bad guy turns up and to she steal has, it. She then has 48 hours to get it out of her and then to the cans of the good guys. Idris Elba chases her. He is, quote, black Superman or, yep. quote, bad guy. He is superhumanly enhanced by mechanical... By robotics. Yeah. He's like a... He's a He's not an android. He's a cyborg. Yeah, he's more like yeah, he's technically a cyborg. Technically. He's got Wait, like, uh, uh, robots are fully robotic beings that don't look like humans. Yeah, androids are fully robotic beings that look like humans, like Data from Star Trek, like Data from Star Trek. Cyborgs are like cyborg from the DC comics, like a man and machine put together. Yeah, all right, if you don't know what the DC comic cyborg okay, is, Robo-Cop. that's no fucking help. Is Robocop. It? Robocop's a probably a better. I was just gonna say a human with. Robotic parts. Yeah, so technically, stu- you know what's really fucking dumb about cyborgs, though? It's just, it fucks me off, and I hate cyborgs in all pop culture. You get fucked off by a lot of things. I get fucked off by stupid pop culture things more than anything, though. <laughs> and cyborgs, right? Winter Soldier, prime example from the MCU Solid and Marvel, movie. right? Whatever. And cyborg, right? I get a metal arm, and I decide I'm going to use my metal arm to lift up a car because it's a metal arm. I can do that now, yeah. and and that's what you see a lot. You see people with uh, robot metal arms. Yeah lifting things you couldn't do before because weak human arms, right? Whatever. So I lift the car up. Now the metal arm lifts the car up, no problem. You know what does have a problem with me doing that? My fucking human spine. Yeah. So <laughs> t- to combat that, you just give me a metal spine. Sweet. Now my fucking human kneecaps burst backwards. So it's fine, like fine. Give me some metal fucking kneecaps. Actually, while you're at it, just make my entire skeleton of metal. Actually, while we're at it, why don't we get rid of all this shitty fucking fleshy muscle and just make all that metal? Just fucking build a robot. Just build a fucking robot. They can do the jobs better. There's no point having robotic parts attached to a human fleshy body because it'll, it's just fucking stupid. But then you've seen what happens in a Robocop 2 where they put a brain into a robot and then it kills itself and it's hilarious, that's it. That fucking is a good scene. That's a real when good scene. When it just scene. comes out, tears its own head off, uh, or like steals the guy's gun and just shoot. It's just like, oh, it's so funny. In Robocop, mm-hmm. what I didn't understand, mm-hmm. oh man, it's happened, we've gone off. <laughs> <laughs> what I didn't understand, in Robocop, they put the they put a, the remnants of a human being and they make him a cyborg. They yes. give him metal pieces. Murphy. Then what they do is they then add in a bunch of shit so they can control Robocop. Mm-hmm. Why not just Put his brain into the big mecha cop thing that has like, rockets that, and is fucking gigantic. That was the the next step, but they didn't get to that. But why? Because evil corporation that guys being bad and evil. That's fucking stupid. But that film's fucking so, like I love that Gus Van Sant. Is it? I think it's Gus Van Sant. Is Gus Van Sant? He it? shoots a guy in the dick, a rapist. Yeah. <laughs> That's a. Have you seen? Scene. Have you seen that weird, uh, like? Uh, oh, is this way the uh, fifty different directors? Yeah, direct every scene from, from Robocop. Robocop. And there's ah, it's the, amazing. The scene where you, it's just twenty minutes of <laughs> Robocop shooting guys in the, dick. in the dicks. <laughs> it's so That's funny. the best one. That one clearly had a bit well, of budget put behind it. Uh, it was oh Paul Verhoeven. Oh Paul God, Verhoeven. I'm so dumb and pathetic. I might as well just give up. Right. So. That's my. That's Gary's issues with cyborgs. Do you know what my favorite thing is? We were like, oh, let's give a plot synopsis. I got one second into the plot synopsis and then we talked about Robocop. So yeah, uh, Idris Elba, he's the bad guy. He wants the disease because bad guys want the disease to kill the world, the, I guess. The, the voice, the evil mastermind of the Etion company wants yes. the disease to for bad guy purposes. Yeah. Evil voice presumably is a woman. That's why it's been heavily modulated to, be, to shock and awe you. 
My thinking was that it was going to. I thought it was going like, to turn out to be Ryan Reynolds. Mm, maybe I don't know. Um, continue. Uh, she puts virus in her. She has to get it out. She's made to look like she's gone rogue. So she yeah. goes on the run. Then, then she she gets the rock and well, Jason b- because she on goes on the case. run, they're like, well, let's hire the best tracker in the world, i.e., Dwayne the Rock Johnson, to track her. But he needs, I guess, someone to be a sidekick. So like, well, the, her brother. But they don't know that. So he, well, like, I, I, Jason Statham does. Yeah, and I assume it. the people that hired him do. Maybe, but then they're like, oh, so Jason Statham and Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Just In fact, wait, no, the people that hired him definitely do because he just shows her the photo, and that's how they get oh, her yeah, on board. Point. Him on board. Rob McElhenney. Yeah, not Rob McElhenney. Not Rob, no, because that's yeah. fucking Rob McElhenney. You're thinking of Boys Sunny. He just looks like the English version of Rob, Mc- <laughs> Rob McElhenney. Uh, and then they're just like, "Oh, yes, we need to work together to find." They're like, "Oh, we don't want to work well, together. We, we hate each other." Even though in Fast and Furious Eight, we buried all of our problems and became friends. But now this film needs us not to be friends, so we're not friends anymore. And anyway, they they track her down. It's like she's my sister. And it's meant to be a brief plot synopsis. I know. And then, I mean, that's it really. They they meet up, and then it's just a case of them. And then, well, running then they team from, up. Then Idris Elba's evil company makes all three of them wanted. So then, The Rock, Jason Statham, and the woman all have to go on the run. But they also need to get the virus out, and they also need to take down Etion. Oh, that's the big, the final big thing is the only way they can get the virus out of her is by going to the bad guy headquarters. Wait till we get to that scene because I have a lot to talk about when it comes to the power plant stuff. <laughs> oh my god! There's a there's a scene in the power plant. No, wait, 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 wait. Let's let's do it properly. I'm just going to gonna... put it. There's a there's a, a single scene in the power plant thing that enraged me to the point that I got dizzy with anger. <laughs> but anyway. Oh, I'm excited. So yeah, okay. And let's do it. So that's the that's the plot synopsis. Yeah. We've done it. So so basic, but it's it, so it, dumb. It doesn't need to be complicated. Now and, let's just do a very quick review. Like a straight up Yeah. You go first. What's your, uh, what is your genuine review of this film? Uh, the film is too long, but it's a fucking stupid blast. It's a, like I wish I had quite a number of drinks before walking into this film uh, and I didn't care because I was just like it's just it's just dumb fun yeah, you're not like, meant to I, I think, think too hard on it we have brought or I specifically have brought this film up on many other other episodes of the podcast talking about how excited I am I was yeah. to see this movie yeah. because the trailers were just delightful and mm-hmm. how dumb they were and I'm just like this looks so stupid and the film I, surpasses the trailers oh my god does on it on every front because I was like oh they're going to spoil all the most stupid parts of the trailer oh no no, no. they keep some genuine dumb arse gold. gold gold for this movie and as it like yeah as it continues to go on I just I just got lost in the madness and I was just like this is fucking so stupid and I don't care I'm just I'm having fun with how stupid it is until we get to the power plant and then the power plant stuff happened, and I'm just like, oh no, this movie's falling apart. I think I hate it. And then it brings you back with Samoa and, uh, when they go to Samoa. Oh, but for God's sake, that whole sequence. It's so stupid, but I mean, I More could, stupid, When it? they got to the Samoa stuff, I could not stop laughing. It was just like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> also, I love the fact that, like, uh, oh, we're going to try and flesh out the character of uh, Hobbs, that being Dwayne Rock Johnson. By giving him his family back. And I was like, we'll give him his family, and then we'll create some sort of relationship between him and the woman which never felt i don't know i mean i seen that coming and i know at the very beginning when i when when dave told me was like that's that's jason statham's sister and i went oh okay which means the rock's gonna bang her and i was just like oh, okay he probably did there was something oh yeah that was 
the re- something that really baffled me that I don't think the film ever clears up. They keep alluding to the fact that Jason Statham and Idris Elba worked together at some point and were pals and that kind of stuff. Yeah. But then that's it. They're kind of like, hey, we were pals. Oh, I thought that was a previous movie. No. I thought that happened in like Fast nope. 7 that or was 6 in, or something. It's just like, hey, we were pals. Oh, okay. And I was like, but, yeah, but what happened? Like, kind of, they, they seem to suggest that Jason Statham shot Idris Elba in the head. Uh, once in the head, twice in the chest. Yeah. As, as we were trained to do. But he's got no markings to suggest that. Because he's been cyborged. Yeah, but he fixed him up. Yeah, I guess. But it's still just like a cable. Cable's another cyborg. Stupid. But, but then, do you know what? This, so dumb. Do you know what this movie is? This this movie is. Don't think about it. Just let it happen. That's what this movie 100%, is. Hundred percent. Hundred 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 percent. Yeah. And and that, it's, it's a film that. I mean, it, it, I don't know. It's it's just dumb action. Yeah. It's, it's just it's good dumb action. action. I'd say it's decent. It's good action for. A, a movie of this scale like the fight scenes are solid mm. there's a couple like the one i can't there's one fight scene that i was like this is unwatchably bad but the, there's <laughs> quite a number like the final fight scene between the three of them that was with the awkward slow motion head butts and punches oh, yeah. in the rain i was like the 300 it's, yeah it's yeah. like this is fine it's like jason statham has a couple of fight scenes at the beginning like i'm a champagne problem Take, I, like, i'm called what you, what I might, what you might call a champagne problem. <laughs> I don't know if Michael Caine was in the movie, <laughs> but yeah, like some of his fights because Jason Statham's an action star. He can, he can kick and punch. I was like, oh, that's kind of alright. But yeah, it's a movie of just like don't think about it, let it happen. Get a couple of bevs in you first. It makes it a whole lot of a better yeah. experience because I was, I'd had quite a few gins and quite a few p- pints tenants, and I was feeling loosely fun, loosely fun. And I was like. Hey, so yeah, so my my general review, pretty much the same. It's a dumb, real dumb, fun action movie. Um, I hadn't seen, as I said, any of the Fast Furious movies up three onwards, so I kind of went in pretty blind and had no issues following it. If yeah, you like, it, it doesn't really make the effort to tie yeah, itself to, other than the occasional character that pops up, Helen Mirren and a few others. I mean, Helen Mirren was only in number eight, so Dave told me. Yeah, but I mean, it was. I was saying to Dave, "Do I need? Is that important?" And he was like, "Nah, don't worry." Yeah, and that was Ryan Reynolds' first. Yeah, and Kevin Hart as well. That's but then Ryan Reynolds' one was the only one, and well, Idris Elba now, apparently. I thought, I 100% thought they were in previous Fast and Furious movies nope. that they were going to, you know what I mean? It was like a yeah. reference to that. Nah. I, I was also then thinking, like, at one point, the the voice, mysterious voice person, was going to end up being Charlie Theron from number eight, because she's like this mega hacker woman who. I assume it lives. still probably could be. I mean, or Michelle could, Rodriguez, that's my other guess. Or it's going to play Bennett Cumberbatch, you know. And he's going to be crawling around on the floor again like a fucking idiot in a pyjama suit. What <laughs> if it's Bill Cosby? Jesus, that would be a twist. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I enjoyed it. I think it was dumb. It was stupid as hell. I didn't get drunk before seeing it and I still had a blast. I didn't get drunk. I got tipsy. I've seen what you call tipsy and it's most definitely just... How long after did I meet you? I, mean, I finished work and he met me afterwards. And he was, he was, um, was he drunk? A lot more than tipsy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, I'd had a couple, so a couple on, more after that. Okay. Yeah. I'd had a couple waiting fair. on you to finish your shit. That's fair. So I had, what did I do before the film? You drank a bunch of gin and tenants. You just no, told us. No, I did something <laughs> before the film. Oh, yeah. 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 I hung out uh, drinking and eating. Where did I, did I? Drinking <sighs> again? More drinks in there? So, yeah. So I went for dinner. I had drinks. Oh, yeah. I went to Hoot and Annie's. Drank. I had a pints out in the sun. It was lovely. More drink. Yeah, and then fine. we walked up there and there was a wee bar in the cinema. So stopped in there. I had another couple of drinks. I had one or two drinks in there. Then watched the, 
the movie that's way too long. So at that time, the alcohol was able to slowly leave my body. I seriously doubt all the alcohol had left your body by the time you left it. I mean, a decent, a decent amount. You, you visited know? four different pubs before no, you got I, I in there. I visited two. And you had pints with lunch. Well, you know. You were very clearly drunk. It was. I had a day off. <laughs> anyway, yeah, that's there. You go, guys. That's the film. Yeah, that's I love the, how our, our movie review just turned into shaming me for my alcoholism. <laughs> that's the film. It's it's fine. It's it's yeah, dumb. It's, like, it's a laugh. Go see it. If the trailers have you looking forward to the silliness, it won't let you down. Yeah. If you're like, this looks dumb and stupid, and I don't want to. Just like me, because I was I was firmly in the camp of this looks beyond stupid. I'm not interested, and I had a fucking great time. Isn't it interesting though that I'm the pretentious artsy wanker who watches pretentious artsy wanker movies, and you're the I'll watch anything. I'm easy easy. Mm. And then when it came to this movie, I was like, give me it. I can't wait. And you were just like, nah, I don't, nah, look shit. But I think it's because right. And I said this to Dave afterwards. So now that you like this film, watch Skyscraper. Okay. Ser- because if if you if you enjoyed this. Skyscraper is just more of the same. It's just more dumb action nonsense for the sake of, oh, uh, we want the rock to jump off of this crane onto a building. How can we figure that out? Boop, there you go. That, that Do you know what's the thing? Fits I, don't, I find myself not watching a lot of rock movies anymore because I just, I don't want to. And when I do watch him in a movie, I'm just like, he's so non-human that he's it's, so big he's so like there's <laughs> scenes where he's standing next to people and it's like it's ridiculous <laughs> like there's that scene where like he takes off his shirt and he's like and he's got all these Samoan brothers around him yeah. and those are some big fucking dudes but he makes them look like they're yeah. nothing it's, yeah. it's ridiculous I, it's so funny you say that though because The Rock is if I see The Rock in something nowadays the, what was put me off was the Fast and Furious moniker because I was like I haven't seen any of the rest of them meh cars whatever. But when I see The Rock in a film, I'm 48% more likely to go see that film because I think anything The Rock is in, is it's just funny to watch him. I mean, you said it, you were like texting us after you'd uh, seen it, and one of the ways you described what The Rock does was great. It was like, he punches humans around like they're just... Made of paper. Made of paper. It's like, <laughs> he's, like there's that scene where they're having the... Like, cause, because it's related to Fast and Furious, they have to try and plug in some car chase scenes. Yeah. And there's the one where, it, like, the first car chase that's supposed to be set in London, but it was filmed in Glasgow. Yeah, that was so off-putting, purely because it's I was there Glasgow that day Square. when they were doing it. Yeah, well, I, I did see lots you. of gunshots. There's nothing like terrifying. seeing a Greg's in a Fast and Furious film to be like, <laughs> yeah, that's great. <laughs> that's the UK. But there's that moment where they're doing that car chase scene, and he, they're being chased by motorbikes, and I, oh. I peed. I think I peed myself laughing at this yep, moment. I know exactly what you're going to say. Punches out the window and then just grabs a man who's driving the opposite direction. I don't know. Pushes him off of a motorbike. And it pushes him into a wall. Into a and wall. the wall crumbles a wee bit. <laughs> <laughs> it's insane. <laughs> and it's not, not only is the, is the car going like 80 miles an hour one direction, <laughs> the motorbike is going 80 miles an hour in the opposite direction. <laughs> and he just stops the man dead. <laughs> and his arm doesn't even flinch. <laughs> and then he. Berates his body into the wall. Yeah. It's insane. It's it's. I think it's I just, almost like he himself has also been um, genetically, genetically modified. modified. Oh, totally. That's gonna be the big twist in the next one. <laughs> well, it's 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 what I was saying to you. I think that that the fucking movie makes such a point about Idris Elba being superhuman. Yeah, and then The Rock is there being superhuman. I mean, the entire movie. That's the thing of like if so. The Rock has now been in Fast and Furious 5, 6, 7, and 8. And with each one, 
His My boots come, baby, is driving me. No, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Five, six, seven, eight. Oh, no, I know, what, I know what you're doing. <laughs> I just wanted to leave you to in that moment. But the things he's done as each film has progressed has become more and more ridiculous and mm. unhuman to the point in Fast and Furious 8, he redirects a missile with his what? with his body. <laughs> so then to, break, to come into this one, and they're like, well, how do we give both Dwayne The Rock Johnson and Jason Statham a villain that can match them yeah. in any sort of way? It's like, let's just make him a superhero. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, that's the only way that we can do it. If he's if he's superhuman, that's the only way Jason Statham and The Rock can potentially... Oh, fuck. Speaking of superhuman nonsense, you know, as far as the film needs something to happen, that movie is watching Jason Statham and The Rock get their heads battered against bricks, fists, uh, buildings, throwing themselves off of buildings, getting punched by a fucking robot man. Everything happens to Jason Statham and The Rock, and they get back up, they dust off, they keep fucking fighting. Until one scene where they get surrounded by the bad guys, and they each get a light tap on the back of the head, and they crumple <laughs> like a bag of fucking cookies. I don't know. <laughs> like, the? they, just, they just crumble. They just literally hit the deck, and then it cuts forwards three hours and they both wake up and they're like, oh, God. And, and then, I'm like, what the fuck? And there's a scene that then led into the scene that made me filled with dizzy rage. Okay, wait, wait. We're already, we're just skipping through this at a rate of knots. What else was phenomenal? I mean, in the beginning, at least. What else was, what else was I, worth talking about? Ryan Reynolds was a fun camp, like, cameo. Yeah, whatever. the, 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 the back camp. and forth between him and Dwayne Rock Johnson and the wee kids was very funny. But it's Ryan, because it it's Ryan Reynolds Ryan being Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. Yeah. They were pretty much, why is he in this movie? He's just a, he's a guy. But you, you know, it doesn't really make sense. It's just like he shows up to give Dwayne Rock Johnson the job to go hunt down this woman. Dwayne the Rock Johnson refutes even knowing this man. Yeah, he, he's like, nah, I don't know who this Ryan fucking Ryan Reynolds, Reynolds character is. Like, oh, we're best pals. Like, blah, blah, blah. As if, but the movie presents it in a way as if you have any context for where this friendship might have come Again, from. Again, I thought this was going to be a Fast and the Furious. Like, I thought Ryan Reynolds was a character from a previous Fast and Furious film, and this was like a fun. I mean, hey, look at it. It feels like it with the way it presents it, but it's not. So you're just kind of dropped into this thing. You're just like, okay, but it just moves so fast, and Ryan Reynolds is so Ryan Reynolds that you just you go with it. You and accept you're happy. it. But at the end of that scene, after Dwayne Rock Johnson saying, "Don't know you." Ryan Reynolds goes, no, we're best friends. They then share a choreographed handshake, like best buddies. Yeah. So they clearly do know each other. And Dwayne the Rock Johnson has some level of respect for this guy. It's just, you just, like with the rest of the movie, Philip, just go with it. Just accept it. It happens. Don't think about it. Just let it happen. Next scene. Next scene. Uh, so yeah, that was funny and dumb. I. Uh also, speaking of people that are in this movie, I've noticed that Aza Gonzalez is on the posters and you've not mentioned her once. She is in the movie for a grand total of two minutes. Wait, then that's being which, generous. Which character was that? She's the one that uh, Jason Statham awkwardly kisses. Jason Statham kissed someone in that film? Yeah, remember? He's like, oh, we're going to go meet one of our old buddies from the MI6. And they walk into like this mansion in Russia and all these girls oh, are there. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Her, her. And she helps, woman. she helps them get into the power plant, I think. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, yeah, she's in it for no time at all. I, she, she literally has no... I completely one. forgot about that character until right now. I mean, yeah, like when I was coming out of the cinema and I was coming down the escalators, there was a big fucking poster for it. And then uh, the person I was with, they were like, why the fuck is she on the poster? And I was like, <laughs> yeah, that's a great point. Like, she does nothing in the film. Is she from a different Fast and Furious film? Yeah. What? 
so much of this film makes out like people, you should know what's going on. The only people that have been in other Fast and Furious films are Jason Statham and Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And Helen, and Helen Mirren. That's it. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, that changes everything. I mean, it changes nothing. It, you know, yeah. Literally, with these movies at this point, it's like, don't yeah. think about it. Just let it happen. That's weird then that the film, the film makes such a point of, you should know, it's, uh, did you ever play Shadows of the Damned on the PlayStation? Don't think so, no. That game starts you off um, at a boss fight and it kind of does like a starring this character, this character. And it's all very pop culture and like a comic book almost. And I remember saying to my mate at the time, I was like, it's weird. It's like, there should be, this is like the sequel to a game. And my friend went, no, that's just how they've done it. It's just meant to be a, you've come in at the end of the boss fight and then the real game begins when you get to hell, I think, or something like that. And this is like a stylistic thing, but that's what this film feels like, that that it's just giving you it and then it, 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 there's a load of history there, but it's not history that you get but, uh, told about. It just has happened, except uh, these are all characters that... But when it comes interact. to these films, what the way the Fast and Furious films always work is, what do we need for this plot thing to develop? It's like, let's just do this thing with this character, but that completely changes the entire mm. structure of that character's story. It doesn't matter, because we need this thing to happen for the plot. <laughs> what it's like, what I mean, with how much money these movies make and with how many people go to see them... It doesn't. It's like they just nothing put, matters. They put anything on the screen, and it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I, I'm. I'll say what I loved at the beginning of the film, actually, and it, I think it continues for a good twenty minute segment. The the symmetry, yeah, opening, yeah, that's really good. Just it's just a really nice way of showing. Look, these two people are very different, but they're not. They're the same. <laughs> I mean, when Jason Statham was pouring that paint, I was just like, oh, if I could go for one of those right now. <laughs> I could go for number seven. <laughs> but the, another thing that I noticed, especially in the beginning of this film, th- that the other Fast and Furious films don't have, is this film had a kind of a sense of character Heart. to itself. Huh. Where yeah. it's like the music and the, the graphics and the yeah, stuff yeah, that shows yeah. up and the editing and the kind of ju- the style of it. It felt like a movie that had a bit of life and character to it. Yeah. Whereas the other Fast and Furious are just very, they just kind of go forward and there's yeah, not yeah. a lot of excitement from them yeah. except of course from you, the you can you can tell scenes. that the director and the editor had like the director more so had had a very clear vision of the the this is going to sound really pretentious but like the duality element that he was yeah. going for yeah and he was clearly trying to make it the whole film a film of two halves until it all comes together and these two guys have to make friends um so it was david leach and his other so he did deadpool 2 atomic blonde and john wick which john wick the first one Oh, okay. But I mean, that'll... Yeah, but he's sense. uncredited. Because, you know... There was, what, in John Wick? Because there was, like, multiple kind of people who kind of spearheaded that film. Right, okay. But yeah, right. so that's a pretty solid... Pretty good. Yes. And it kind of Lots shows of why the, the action in this film is pretty damn good. Yeah. So, yeah. So that's the beginning of the film. Power plant stuff. Yeah, so... So, wait. So there's two power plants, though, isn't it? There's the... No, is there, there's the one in the actual... Or is that all the same scene? Oh my god! I'm power plant thing goes on for a while, but there's that one where like they go into two separate corridors because. But that's near the end. That's not power plant. That was the headquarters. Okay. Power plant stuff happened in the middle, and that's where they're I, literally at the power plant. It, I'm just getting towards the. Oh, scene. Is no wait. Is that all the same scene? I think it is. Is that the yeah, bit in the no, chair where they're like chained up and it's like three shots? Yeah, yeah that's you. all the same. Oh, that's Sorry, so, oh. you're 100 right. I for some reason I've got the headquarters shit at the end of the film. But that's the Samoa is the end of the film. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, you are one hundred percent right. So yeah, they go to the power plant. They've got the the two corridors. What? Dumb as fuck. 
that scene went on. It was funny at first, and then it just went on a bit too long. And then for how that scene ends, of the, they got through it. They walked through the door, and then they really get caught. I'm kind of like, well, that kind of deflated. Yeah, everything. I'm just like, we're gonna enter. We're gonna get into this base, and we're gonna be sneaking. Blah blah. Here's this kind of funny axis and you cut. Like, the sight oh. gag of uh, Jason Safe smashing those ten men's faces into the thing yeah. is funny at first. Dear listeners, if you go and see this film after listening to this review, just pay attention to how hard Jason Statham is actually smashing their faces into that thing. Because the first couple went by and I went, Haha. and then the third one happened and I was like, oh man, he really, really rammed that. And then with every subsequent one, I watched him just go, Poof, and it made it 10 times funnier every single time. Also, Those poor men. <laughs> the film missed out on an easy joke because at one point during the fight scene, he uses restraints to uh, tie two men together mm. and I was like oh they're going to do a funny bit where he's going to pick one up but there's gonna, they're going to be like they're going to be off, awkwardly chained together and yeah. he's going to have to like and then there's going to like he'll slam the face in and the other guy's get, face will slam into his dick and it'll be a funny dick punch joke or something but no it's just like he just slams faces that. into the wall it's good though I'll enjoy that I like how The Rock as well had that one big guy and he just fucking clobbers him with a wrench Oh, he just punches him does he just punch him out just, just one punch Again, he's one punch man more, more, more testament to Hey, look, Jason Statham has to fight 10 regular-sized guy. The Rock has to face one gigantic man, and you think that's going to be a fair fight for The Rock. You think you're about to see The Rock and this giant man go toe-to-toe. Nap, The Rock still punches him out in, in a solid single punch. Uh, but then once again, the, the Jason Statham fight scene. Solid fight scene. It's a good fight good scene. choreographed. Uh, and then we get to the interrogation scene, <sighs> in which... Dumb. But, oh, <laughs> because... <laughs> It's in this t- time in the film where the film had the chance to really up itself mm. because the biggest failure of this film is that it has Idris Elba, who is a very talented actor. Yes, his recent choices of movies have been god-awful. But that's going to go up with his inclusion in the film Cats coming out later oh this my. year. God, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen the trailer for Cats yet... So it's awfully arousing. Don't, just, just don't do it. I want you to get Avoid it. I want you to get like a bag of heroin and I want you to take the entire bag We here at the Managing Movie Podcast do not condone yeah, the use of illegal substances But when it comes to the catch trailer uh, I want you to take the entire bag of heroin overdose and die and that's how you should experience the catch trailer because it's, it's fucking atrocious It might be one of the worst things I've ever seen and my, it's just the trailer My mate Andy uh, said it and it, he, it was the perfect thing that if they just made them all like the lion king cgi cats that were then speaking fine if they'd made them people in cat costumes that were very clearly costumes like a stage show fine this weird straight down the middle yeah they're animated uncanny valley but also they're not animated also they have tits but not six tits just regular human breasts is fucking it's like when awful. in the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the four male turtles are just turtle like, but then the, the female comes along, she's kind of got breasts. Like, how else do you show female animals compared to male animals? And of course, she's got a pink bandana because she's a woman. <laughs> uh, yeah, there's a, there's a moment in that catch trailer. I can't remember the, the who's the, the woman, is it Jennifer Hudson that's singing near yep, the end of it? Jennifer Hudson. If you watch that, uh, moment the, the cgi is clearly not done because the cat's moving in one way and her face is moving in a different direction from the cat it's yeah. just like sort of f- floating around the head it's area. just a fucking nightmare also i said this when audio boy and i uh, he was like oh there's a trailer for cats and i'm like oh god let's put oh, this on god. and 
it goes starting and the first name it shows is James Corden. And I'm like, if you lead off the bat with your movie being like, having James Corden. And, and it's that weird scene where he belly bumps something yeah. off the screen with the fucking trombone going off. Looking at that, ca- <laughs> they have Surya McKellen. They have Judy Dench. Judy they Dench. have Idris Elba. They Taylor have, Swift. They have Taylor Swift. They have Jason Derulo. Jennifer and who Hudson. did they choose to be like, look who we have? <laughs> fucking James Corden, the but, plague of cinema. In fairness, the that's fucking... the first name that comes up. But before that, you do very clearly see Judy Dench and Jennifer Hudson. Yeah, but cats. don't lead off with James fucking Corden. <laughs> the absolute <laughs> infestation <laughs> of shite that he is. Uh, right. Yeah, so the interrogation scene in the movie. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, the biggest failure of this film is as a Drusel, but talented actor, he makes some terrible movie choices recently. But he literally, the film says it. He goes, who are you? And he goes, bad guy. And that's bad it. Guy. That's literally all he is. He is literally just bad guy. And I'm like, do something with this character. Mm-hmm. And I feel in the interrogation stuff, where that's where they had the chance because the, the, I guess the connection between Jason Statham and Idris Elba's characters. I'm like, we can flesh this out. We can try and understand his motivation. Maybe see a side to him. Do the, do a Thanos. Make him kind yeah. of grey yeah. and not just well, one they or tried the other. That. They Thanos tried that purple. with the... It's, uh, unless you watch the movie in black and white. They did try that though. They did try that with the uh, but the world's going to be ending soon and I've had to take over. Etion have had to make humans into cyborg people. That's the only solution. What? Yeah, it has a weird like uh, environmental stuff Except for a movie that has a lot of cars putting out uh, insane amounts of yeah. and helicopters. Yeah, and explosions. But yeah, so I was at this point. So they failed with the Idris Elba's character. I was like, this is a nothing character that I have no investment in. So then later on, when it came to like action scenes and stuff, I was just like, I guess kill him. I don't care. Whatever. Uh, but during this scene, you have. On you have a very kind of flat shot. You've got Dwayne the Rock Johnson on the left side. You've got Jason Statham on the right. You've got Idris Elba in the middle, yep. and he's electrocuting them. Then what does the film do? It takes the camera and puts it on the other side, so that then Jason Statham is on the left, and Dwayne the Rock Johnson is on the right. There is a very basic rule in filmmaking. It's uh, and when you are uh, blocking a scene uh, for a conversation, and that is you don't break the one eighty rule. So you don't have characters on one side of the screen and then flip to the other side so that they're on the other side of the screen. It's very confusing. It hurts the brain. And the film kept doing it. And then it would just take the camera and go somewhere fucking else. So they're in different areas of the screen again. And I'm like, pick a fucking side and commit to it. It kept breaking the rule. It's such a simple, basic rule. Anyone can know it. it, I just want to say... I had no problem with that scene, but I also hadn't had a severe, severe, a large amount of alcohol. So you can use the word severe. A severe amount of alcohol. Unhealthy. Then they pulled a Mick Jagger. Oh, that was just uh... Mick Jagger's in this film. No, no. It's, they 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 have little grifts that they did. Jason Statham and his sister, and I feel bad. I feel bad that I don't know the character, the female character's name, nor the actress's name. Elizabeth Kirby. Elizabeth Kirby. So Jason Statham and Elizabeth Kirby's character have griffs, and all of their griffs are named after of aging British rock stars for some fucking reason. It highlights that Jason Statham and Elizabeth Kirby characters are from the UK, uh, and they have some sort of 
brother-sister relationship, so oh, that God. builds character. So then they pull a, a Mick Jagger, which is just an explosion. <sighs> the film, Philip, the film. <laughs> I, just, I, I can't... It, it's, uh. it's in this the power plant stuff where I feel like the film starts to show its uh, runtime. Because yeah. it, it was at this point I started like... Um, I'm starting to lose it here. Yeah, like yeah, I, yeah. the fun's starting to go. I'm not caring as I don't care. I'm just like it's that scene. I wanted to just get away from it. That whole power plant scene, though, uh, highlights and the I think the only reason it's really in there because it, it, it achieves nothing other than exposition. And at the beginning of the film, where Jason Satham says, "I can't work with you. All you do is punch holes in problems," and The Rock says, "Well, I can't work with you because you're just a sneaky espionage man." That scene is then that those two lines in form because the rock gets in a big fucking tank and just starts driving through walls. Literally that's all he does. And Jason Statham and his sister start sneaking about trying to be all espionage. Like it's, you know what I mean? It's, it's the, I thought it was the only reason that scene, that whole sequence was in there. So they probably thought how, like the writers were in the rooms, like how fucking This is fucking awesome. People People were setting up for like, for later on and people are going to have to watch the film multiple times to catch what we're doing. Nope. I caught it the first time because it wasn't (laughs) that fucking in depth. So yeah, Dumb. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it's, it's there. That I feel. I feel the tread on the tire of the car that is the film Get began the to sound. wear thin. Get the pun sound. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, and then thankfully uh, it gets away from that, and they go off to Samoa, and things are a bit better. Because and let's talk about Samoa. <laughs> <laughs> so best part, as mentioned previously, is the. Sentai car helicopter chase sequence for multiple reasons. And I'm going to explain to you why that entire sequence is fucking madness. One, helicopters. Right. One, if you're in a helicopter and the bad guy says, get this helicopter up and your helicopter pilot goes, I can't. There's a car attached. Just because you kill the pilot and then pull down the stick more than the pilot was clearly trying doesn't make the helicopter go up more. That's not... Like, the fucking pilot would have been doing that. You can't just fucking change it. He's a pilot. He's been trained. You know what he's just because you're a fucking cyborg man in yourself, it doesn't mean you can fucking do that. Two, helicopters, I don't give a fuck. The, the laws of physics, you can't just attach car after car after car after car to the fucking wing of a helicopter Gary, and it not break. Please don't attach the laws of physics to <laughs> Fast and Furious present Colin Hobbs and Shaw. Because I know. Gravity doesn't... Fucking Dwayne Rock Johnson jumps out of the top floor of a skyscraper <laughs> and lands on a car and gets up and keeps going. Ah, I suppose. So the the final bit in all of this, though, which you haven't seen Skyscraper, so you can't enjoy this, and you probably oh, didn't no. enjoy this as much with me. Oh. But when the moment that Jason Satham got in the front of the uh, pickup truck with the crane yeah. and the rock jumps on the back of the pickup truck with the crane and the helicopter starts flying around and oh. the rock grabs the old pickup truck uh, hook and starts... <laughs> and I, I think, I could be wrong, I was in a pretty heady fit at this point because the film had <laughs> frothed me up. Oh. But I'm pretty sure at one point he goes, I'm fishing for helicopters yeah. <laughs> and hooks the helicopter... From that point onwards, I knew, I knew I was going to get it where the rock was going to have to grab the hook and then grab the car and pull it together. Kind of like uh, Captain like, America in Civil War. Well, like Captain America in Civil War or like in Skyscraper where the rock has to pull a bridge 
up and stop it from fucking crumbling into the ground. It's The Rock's new signature move where he just pulls two things back together. And it's my fucking favorite thing. And he did do that. It should be called The Magnet, not The Rock. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. It was amazing. But But madness. Also, uh, you pointed uh, something out there, which is some of the dialogue and the one-liners in this film are atrocious. Brilliantly terrible. The worst one being uh, they keep... Two or three times they make reference to the fact that Idris Elba's character is Black Superman. And then when it comes to the final showdown and Dwayne Rock Johnson is delivering the final ending blow, he says, it's kryptonite time, and then body slams him into the <laughs> ground. And I just, I, I gave up. I was just like, nope. I got a better bit. I got a better bit. But before we get into my favorite final bit of the film, uh, the final little bit of the Sentai car chase scene that, that had me in stitches is after attaching not just one or two cars to the helicopter, I think in total five different cars, four or five, four or five different cars are all centipeded together. And then the front car is just about to come off the cliff because the helicopter inexplicably has enough fucking lift to take five cars off of the ground. When who says, is it Statham or the rock says, guys, it's time to punch it. But you know what's great in that situation? (laughs) But much like in uh, Joss Whedon's Avengers, none of them have earpieces. They are driving at horrendously fast speeds. <laughs> There's a helicopter Just above shouting them. at each other. There's gunshots. Oh, we need to talk about the fucking guns and what the, the fucking plot <laughs> device. Used. That oh, was yeah. amazing. Oh yeah. But it's like all this is happening, and then Dwayne the Rock Johnson goes, "Hey, boost it, guys!" And I'm like, "There's not a fucking chance in hell any of them can hear you." Jason Statham's sitting next to you, <laughs> and he doesn't fucking know what you just said. And then. They boost it, and what that means is the car, the very front car, sticks on his nitrous, and then the second car sticks on his nitrous, and then the third car, and the fourth car, and the fifth car, and they've all got the nitrous going, and oh, they pull the helicopter out of the sky. What the fuck is happening in that film? I also love that it has the quintessential Fast and Furious shot of let's do a CGI through the exhaust into the engine, NOS spitting. <laughs> The transformer noise that the oh 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 fuck the transformer bike the transformer yes, bike that Idris Elba the has. transformer sentient bike that's never <laughs> explained. Idris Elba just has a fucking night rider bike that he can transform onto, and it sometimes drives next to him, and he's like, the chase scene that was uh, filmed in Glasgow when they go in under the two trucks, his motorbike dismantles itself and re builds itself and it keeps driving i'm sorry i lost myself for a split second there this film is beyond words you please please just go watch it there's and a, understand there's, there, do you know what's an amazing moment and it happens in the opening of the film is uh elizabeth elizabeth K- kirby kirby's uh, character gets away and her elbow's like damn and then what happens his motorbike just, just drives itself up to him and i'm like I'm sorry, what? What film are we watching? I laughed at that point. I laughed way too much because it's. What the fuck is happening? That bit is so stupid, though. And the bike just comes out of nowhere. It just. just, There's no explanation. It just drives up. And at no point do they explain the sentient bike. So, yeah, sorry. I forgot. I had to to scream about that. What were we saying? We were saying. uh, It's another great bit from the Samoa uh, stuff. I love how we just break the film up into the beginning of the power plant and Samoa. But I mean, that's it. That's when, its three acts. When the whole family comes together and they're like, "Okay, we're mm. gonna we're gonna fight 
uh, these bad guys. And like, oh, we've only got like swords and spears and stuff. So we've got to build some some traps and stuff to get ready. So then there's the montage of like them digging I, and I love ready. that their traps consisted of explosive barrels that, that's underground. The They're just like, so we're getting ready. We're, we're, here's the montage of like all of these elaborate things to fuck up the bad guys. And what they end up with is they just make a wee tiny wall of fire, some barrels stick out of the ground, and some spears, and they turn some headlights on. I'm yeah. like, really? It took you all that time to do that? That's great. That's it. That's it. Also, because they want to have the Samoa uh, like brawl with spears and swords and stuff, they had to create, for some reason... Guns that uh, guns that don't work unless you have a microchip in the glove that you're holding Yes, that activates the gun. But... Depending on when the film needed it, it either let the gun only be activated in the hand of said person, which in a few scenes it was like they have to grab the person's arm and then shoot the, everyone else with yeah. that bad guy's arm. Or later on in the film, as the film warranted, activates the gun for about a three, four minute period and then you can do whatever the fuck you want with it until you have to reactivate it. I love that moment where she she goes onto the computer and then shuts off their guns for six minutes. Six minutes. And I'm just like... No, the line, the line right at that point though of, well, you can shut off these guns though, right? Oh, maybe. But I'm not exactly sure how much time. About six minutes. Wait, so wait, are, you are sure? No, you're, oh, you're, you're not sure. You're pretty sure because. And then of course, <laughs> the the line that follows that is, "That'll have to be enough." <laughs> and then there's that great moment, but that like when their guns come back online, and I'm just thinking like, this is this insane futuristic, uh, mega cult corporation thing that's going to take over the world. But their fucking guns don't work because somebody used a fucking computer from somebody the 90s to shut oh, yeah. them off. <laughs> On a Samoan internet connection. Do you know what you, you, know what you do at that point? You just go over to the local gun store and just buy a fucking gun. Because guess what? You pull the trigger and it fires. It doesn't have this digital bullshit thing that activates it or doesn't. It doesn't. Because in the context of those <laughs> men in that military force it doesn't make sense to have weapons that are only activated but it doesn't make any sense what you know what doesn't make any sense just build the gun into idris elba yeah he's, he's a robot man just give him fucking, fucking... build the bike into him as well <laughs> make him just, into a bike you know gun what they should have done rather than make idris elba a part robot they should have just built a fucking robot <laughs> they should and put idris elba's brain into they it they should have just been fast and furious presents hobbs and Shaw. Oh, sorry fast and furious presents colon hobbs and Shaw fights a transformer <laughs> that's what the movie should have been and michael bay directs it and it's just idris elba is a transformer oh, i would have loved human that. thing um yeah, so I got two more things I want to talk about, and then I'm, I think I'm tapped out. For our listeners as well, a lot of this recording has been either Gavin or myself having our hands firmly squeezed into our eyes in the sheer fucking stupidity of this film while we recount and we loved our every second. dumbest <laughs> moments of this film. So the, the, the two bits I want to talk about. The final one, The Rock's fucking edgy backstory with his with his family and his dad and oh the brother i can't go here because my family hates me because i turned them all in because my dad was doing drugs but now they run a successful chop shop but they still hate me what what is any of that i mean if you think about it because i saw an interview with dwayne rock johnson who was like Hobbs and Shaw's been this kind of superhuman character in the previous films breaking off cast and pushing myself Hobbs and Shaw. where? You mean Luke Hobbs? Yeah, the character of Hobbs. He's been like a superhero. <laughs> He's done all these crazy things in other films. But now we want to bring him down and ground him. We want to bring in the sense of family. Mm. And it's just like, I mean, his character in the other films was 
sweaty muscle. So it's not difficult to try and make him into character. The film fails at it. It doesn't make him into character because in this, he still continues to be sweaty muscle that kisses a woman and makes friends with his brother. But outside of that, it's just like... He's, he's just, still a superhuman... Yeah, he's a superhuman sweaty muscle. Yeah, exactly. So that was bad, pretty much start to finish. But then my final piece of this film... And then I think I'm done talking about it. And if you got anything else you want to talk about? I'm, I don't know. It depends what you say, mate. Spark something. Oh, yeah. Post-credits? Oh, shit. Post-credits. I only sh- saw one. Okay. Because it was already going on too long. And it was too late. And I hadn't had a pint in at least two hours and 20 minutes. So I was like, I need to get out. You're going to get a pint. So, yeah. So the, And it, this works well, then. So the final bit of the movie that I just lost all semblance. I mean, by this point, I'd lost most of it anyway. But this was the final the final marble getting flicked into the ring as I as I just sat back and giggled myself into stupor is when they get into the fight with Idris Elba, the final boss fight. Yeah. All through the film, Idris Elba has been able to outpunch them as every time they get into a fist fight, time slows down and you see Idris Elba calculate every movement. And you knew it was coming. You've seen it a mile off. At one point, The Rock goes to punch Idris... No, Jason Statham goes to punch him and gets floored within a second. But at that exact moment, The Rock drop something on Idris Elba and it hurts Idris Elba for the first time all film. And in the middle of this fight, as they've both been knocked back, they have this weird conversation where everything stops. Idris Elba stops attacking for some reason and they get to have a full exposition chat conversation. About, about, did you see that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> when when he was punching you, I could hurt him. <laughs> you know what you need to do? I could take a punch for you, brother. <laughs> I could take a punch for you too. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck off! Oh, it was so bad, but in the best way. Oh man, and I, yeah, it was just. <sighs> and then, post courtesy wise, I stayed for the one with Ryan Reynolds. That was funny. So I'm trying to think. There was two. There was the. I think that was it, though. The Ryan Reynolds one was the big one. That's the only one I remember. I don't know. I didn't see any other ones. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, because Ryan Reynolds one goes on for a while as well. Well, I guess there's the one where they, is it, they break Helen Mirren out of prison. Is that one of them? That's one, isn't it? Yeah, they break Helen Mirren out of prison because... because. <laughs> I guess she'll be in the next one more. Hobbs and Shaw 9, 2. And then <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw 92. <laughs> and then, yeah, the Ryan Reynolds like, post credit scene... Where they just rip into Game of Thrones. Yeah, that's the thing. That fucking... <laughs> oh my God. It's so confusing. This film was clearly made at a time. There are three or four different times. This film just rails on Game of Thrones. <laughs> a lot. So, it's so out of place. It's so confusing. They're like, Jon Snow and King of the North. And the North. I'm just like, what, are, what is happening? Yeah. It's, it doesn't make any sense. And then if you haven't seen the Game of Thrones finale... I mean, what have you been doing? But if you haven't seen it, or you're midway yeah, through season don't they two, at one point talk about... Oh, they spoil the ending They spoil. Yeah, they're like, don't, oh, don't you think Jamie should have killed Cersei? That would have been better for his character. And I'm like, what is happening yeah, in madness. this movie? It's just madness. It's The whole film is madness. It, I'm, I'm going to wrap it. Let's wrap this. The film is nonsense. It's great fun. Go watch it. Outside of all of that, if you still listen to thought, that sounds like a fucking... Like a fever dream. A fever dream powered by gasoline and... And just pure adrenaline. Then imagine experiencing it with your eyes. <laughs> imagine experiencing it with your eyes. Here's the perfect way it's to do great. it. Get your pals, get some drinks, 
go watch it and then afterwards watch skyscraper go to the pub afterwards and just try and together as a group like a like a like a social uh, self-help Circle jerk i was gonna say social social self-help like a uh, moment just trying to understand what you've sat through as a as a, as a community and uh, and if you can then you're you're a better person send us a message let us know did you did, did, did that film change you <laughs> <laughs> all right guys that's it from me uh, that was our take on Hobbs and Shaw. Uh, if you want to get into where touch do they go us, next? I'm thinking the past. Hobbs and Shaw '92. Hobbs and Shaw '92. <laughs> I was born in '92. <laughs> they go back to my. I mean, they already filmed in Glasgow. They come back to Glasgow. Also, I mean, I, 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 that's something I want to say. I don't understand what Americans must feel like all the time when films show up and shoot something yeah, in their city, yeah, and they're yeah. just like, "That's not anything." Because when you watch that, uh, it's so clearly George Square. It is George Square. It's clearly not London. And some of the CGI with the uh, sentient motorbike is awful. But anyone who listens to this podcast who lives in Glasgow, when you watch this chase scene, they go from one end of the city to another in ways I'm just like, motherfucker, no. I wish. I wish it was that easy to get around George Square and city centre in a car. I think it was... They double back. like They jump from... It's insane. They're like, one moment they're in George Square and the next minute they're up near the West End and every, then they, every, they come around the corner yeah. back onto George Square from the West End. I'm every saying, two what? lefts, they're back on George Square, it felt like. It's a lot every, of George Square. Every time. Yeah, it, it was World War Z. World War Z, that, yeah. that chunk set in George Square and yeah. then it, the, the, the caravan pulls out of George Square and then it shows the next scene of them in Transylvania or some shit <laughs> and I was like, ah! <laughs> My simple brain couldn't comprehend because I knew George Square. I could I could identify it and then it was in a, a field. Yeah. It was, yeah, weird. Also, again, just seeing Greg's in a fucking massive film of that scale is just weird, I feel. It's almost as good as We Will Deep Fry Your Kebab. Oh, yeah, and Avengers. Uh, That's a hairdresser's. I know, it's weird. This is why, why do it up like a kebab? And then why make that stupid joke about Scottish people deep frying everything? Racist. Uh, maybe in the one division we'll find out. Maybe. All right, guys, that's it from, from us. Uh, you can catch us on all the usual... Format. We should just record it. We should record a standard. No, because I like the banter that could possibly happen. Like this? Yeah. <laughs> like, that em- like that empty silence? That's Twitter, what you like? Twitter, Pod. Facebook, facebook.com slash Podcast. Instagram, search for Movie Podcast. <laughs> Email us. Give us suggestions of uh, ideas you'd like to hear about. Or just uh, tell us what you think of uh, Audio Boy's salmon colored trousers. Anything you want. Uh, Movie Podcast at gmail.com. They're orange. There's yeah, a salmon. Uh, or uh, jump over and watch Gary on Twitch that's uh, Pixels Cafe give him a wee follow watch him play some games probably okay not that well the curtains are nice though uh, Yeah, that's I play games badly but my bants are top notch yeah. uh, Slam and if you're what, real lucky wait 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 what noise was that? and if you're real lucky Slam either Audio Boy or I might be in the chat sometime because we like to drop in and just torment Gary with comments and on uh, that Slam Slam to you too bye it's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. It's meandering movies. So won't you lend an ear?